Black girl banter. Who's ready? Who's ready for this little chit chat we're about to embark upon? Sit back, relax. Let's get into it. Real big girl shit. So maybe you don't hear it start getting my Megan babe. Please, please don't do it. Yeah. Stop hyping me up. I'm running through your nigga house. I'm gonna stop. 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 But y'all love me some Megan Thee Stallion. That's neither here nor there. Welcome back to Black Girl Benter. First of all, I love y'all for real. To my loyal listeners, I know y'all be like unsubscribe on Spotify, you know, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listening to this right now, because I'm an inconsistent ass podcaster. <sighs> story of my life i mean i am so i get it sis like i get it please continue listening thank you for your support um i'm really gonna have to break down and pre-record some episodes but the way that my attention span is set up i've been trying to do longer episodes and so the idea of me sitting for two hours straight just like talking to myself really gives me anxiety I mean I'm not talking to myself talking to y'all tomato tomato I mean honestly basically the same thing um but yeah if you are not already following me on Instagram please follow me over at the Miss Love Jones I am highly considering making a dedicated Instagram page for black girl banter toying around with the idea of converting my personal page to my black girl banter page i keep that page on clank clank lock lock and i really i mean i be on there for like the shade room but that's about it i mean i don't be posting on there for real and so i might open that bad boy up rebrand it get it popping y'all will see um it'll be done before the end of this year and can we just address how this year it has flown by like I'm not ready my birthday is next week and shout out to all the Scorpios out there Scorpio Scorpio season like I I don't know about Scorpio men can't vouch for them can't co-sign for them not too fond of them that's a Another story for another day. But Scorpio, women, we lit. Don't let these people out here tell you that you crazy, sis. And that you freak, freak, freak nasty in these streets. We know it's not true. Like, we are the littest. I mean, no ifs, ands, and buts about it. Now, I am sipping on a little wine. So, I'm trying to, like, censor myself and my words, and my thoughts, so bear with me, yes, it's a cheap one, judge your mother, we talked about this last episode, your girl love her cheap wine, <sighs> so this episode is gonna be like a mixed bag, you guys, starting off with a little story time from today, y'all, I just, y'all, some shit ever happened to you and you just be like what why is this happening to me maybe it's just my deep philosophical ass but i'm like why is this happening to me 
Like, what is what is the purpose of this happening to me? What lesson am I supposed to be learning from this right now? So, my dog was outside in the backyard, and I had just cleaned off my patio um, with, like, some cleaning stuff that was not safe for dogs. So, I let him into the backyard that is gated and secure, so I thought. And I was going to have him out there. You know, for a little bit to frolic. And so, I was like, let me use this time to go wash my hair. Riley, my dog, has been in the backyard literally countless times. He loves me and outside. Never an issue. So, I'm in the shower. And it's wash day. So, I'm shampooing my hair. Um, I'm in the second... Second round of shampooing, getting to that scalp. Like, I'm getting to that scalp. It's suds everywhere, flying everywhere, sis. I got my my Felicia braids in. You know, if you natural, you know. You know, you braid that hair up before you wash it. Well, I do. Okay. So, my hair in like five doo braids. Washing my hair in the shower. Listening to my summer walker, which we gonna hit on her a little bit later. Um, I'm just... You know, proceeding with my day, the doorbell rings. Now, we know that everybody, most people, and myself included, are a little paranoid in the shower. Like, it's going to be a killer, jump out from behind a curtain. Like, so the doorbell rings, and I'm like, not expecting anybody. Um, Is it a package? And so I'm like, okay, if it's like a, a delivery guy, they'll leave, right? But they ring the doorbell again. I'm like, Amazon don't ring the doorbell twice. So, who is this? Like, put my package on the porch and go on about your day. And so, I'm like, you know what? Okay. Go just hop out the shower. Because my nerves, my anxiety is up now. I'm like, okay, I need to just go see what's happening. And so, I'm approaching my bedroom window. I'm approaching my bedroom window to see... What is going on in my front yard, right? Why do I hear barking? I'm like, no, this can't, that can't be Riley. Riley's in the backyard. No. Okay. So, somebody's dog is barking. Sound like Riley, but nope, can't be Riley. Peep through the blinds, sis. Why do I see Riley? In the front yard, living his best fucking life. Like, running around, just being Riley. And so I'm like, well, who's at the door? It's my neighbor's little boy. Y'all. He's not a little boy. He's like a teenager. So I'm like, okay, sis, hurry up. Just put on some clothes. I couldn't put on clothes. I'm soaking wet. I still have fucking shampoo on my head. I put on my robe, I put on my little Nike slides, and I run downstairs. The little boy and his dad are at the door, and Riley is in the front yard barking at them and just running around like a nutcase. He is a nutcase, but he's my nutcase. Um... And so they're like, I'm like, oh my God, he got out. And they're like, yeah. 
And I think maybe they had tried to pick him up, but Riley was like barking at them. Now, one thing I can say about my dog is, and maybe I sound like an enabling mother right now. Riley is bad, but Riley is not mean. He's not mean. He doesn't bite. Um, I've never seen him bark like at a person. Like he'll bark from the backyard if people are like around the backyard. Like I guess trying to be protective, and so that was weird. Um, and so I'm like, Riley, bring your ass. Like, come on, get on in this house. I couldn't go into the front yard to get him because I don't have on any clothes. And I'm soaking wet. And it was cold outside. And I had shampoo in my hair. So I'm just like praying like, God, please just do me this one favor and let Riley be an obedient dog and come into this house. Riley, come on. Come on, Riley. Come in the house. Try not to, you know, be belligerent and ignorant in front of this child. You know, so they walk off like he tried to pick him up, but Riley took off running. So I'm like, Riley, come on, baby. Come on. Come on. Come on in the house. He finally came. At first, he, like, ran the other way. And I'm like, not today, nigga. Not today. You're not doing, you're not doing this to your mother today. Bring your ass. Come on in this house. He came. Y'all, when I tell y'all, I was 38 hot with the dog. 30. Eight hot. Put him in this crate. You in timeout, buddy. And like I just couldn't believe I'm still trying to figure out where he escaped. And then, you know, this would be like, oh, this is a one-off situation. But my dog is fucking Houdini. This is not the first time that he's done like some sorcery ass shit that makes me like, hmm. My dog's weird. He's done some strange shit. Like, I'm like, how was this possible? For example, last night, he's on the patio, and I go to get him inside. Riley has on a harness. The reason Riley wears a harness and not a leash is because he chews through his leash. Hence, he likes to escape shit. So, not his leash, his collar. So I started putting a harness on him. He had been doing good with the harness for a couple months. And the harness helps me because he's fast to be able to just grab him up real quick if I need to. You know, in the morning before work, I don't have time to chase you around the house. Like, I'm going to grab the that back strap of that harness, pick you up, and you're going in your crate. Okay? So... <laughs> Riley is outside. He comes inside. I'm like, hey, baby. Da, 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 talking to him. I'm like, mm, where's your harness, buddy? I look outside, y'all. This dog has gotten out of his harness. But get this. None of the straps were torn. Like, he didn't tear the shoulder straps. He literally, I don't know how. How is this possible? Can somebody tell me how this is possible? Somehow he pulled himself out of his harness. There was no damage. I mean, it looked like he had been chewing at it, but it was not torn. And all of the straps were intact, but the whole harness was on the ground. How did he get out of it? Okay, another example. And then we're going to stop talking about my dog. In his crate, 
Riley has had this crate literally since he was a baby. There's certain times of the day, you know, like when I'm at work or whatever, if I'm doing something in the house where he can't be out, um, he'll be in his crate. He has his bed, his crate, his toys. Like it's not, you know, dogs have crates and it depends on your dog. Some people have very, you know, well-trained dogs that can like just sleep on the floor, you know, or be out and about Riley love him he's not there yet so Riley was in this crate or so I thought and I came downstairs and Riley was not in his crate he had literally been living his best life for I don't know how long okay that happened once I'm like "Mm, maybe I didn't close the door good he did it the next night sis so now I have to like, I hate to use this. I have to nigger rig his crate. Like, and then I'm like, I shouldn't have to do you like this, but like, I should not have to like set this up in a way to prevent you from escaping. Like put his, like the puppy gates around the crate. Why do I have to do this? I don't know. Like, I love my dog. He's super smart, obviously. He's just, like, I tell people he reminds me of like Dennis the Menace. Like he just get in, he just gets in the shit, and like he finagles his way out of stuff, and just he, I don't know, like who raised you is my question. And then when I asked that, I'm like, since you raised him, I'm like, where did I fail you? Like I love you, I feed you, like I don't neglect you, like, like I don't understand. <laughs> Why are you like this? I don't understand, y'all. Let me sip this wine. Yeah, pray for my dog. <laughs> pray. Pray for my dog and pray for my sanity. Next topic. So, y'all, if you don't know, I am a huge, huge. Summer Walker fan. Huge. Like, I have a strong connection to her music. And I'm set to go see her in concert when she's coming to Atlanta next month in December. I've been geeked about this. I think I bought these tickets, like, this, shh, the day, like, it opened, like, I played no games. You know, I wasn't playing games, sis, when I bought those tickets. And now I'm kind of having reservations. And I really hate to be that one. And before I get too, too deep off in it, y'all listen to my sponsorship, 30 seconds, and then we're going to get back into it. Okay, y'all, we back like four flats. So like I was saying, I am having some reservations. Um... You know, I've been hearing different perspectives about her, and honestly, it hasn't it has nothing to do with the whole her bathing and hygiene situation. Like, I'm sure sis is clean. You know, it was a little strange, but I'm sure she's clean. She got a whole man. I mean, you know, so. Well, you know what? I'm not going to say that. 
Yes, I am. Just because somebody has a man doesn't mean that they're clean. But anyway, <laughs> so it's the stuff that she's been doing and saying lately um, that is kind of off-putting to me. And I've seen people say, well, y'all put too much um, stock into these celebrities and their people too. You're totally right. She's a person too. Excuse me. Her personality is what really drew me to her her music. Like you could tell that she was like when she first came out on Instagram that like, she was kind of shy. She was, you know, you know, she was herself. Like the weird shit that she's into, it didn't phase me. Like I'm like, she's being her authentic self. But being your authentic self should not be offensive to others. And as of late, she's on Instagram always, you know, making comments about how she doesn't like being famous. She hates being famous. And um, that's understandable, I guess, to a degree. But at the same time, you're not complaining about a famous chick. Like you obviously trying to run your check up. And she's even said that herself. Like, she's just trying to get her good coin and going about her day. But... I'm just like, do you not, like, remotely care about your fans? It's some people who really have a connection with you because of your music. When I tell y'all, last day of summer was my shit. I mean, over it is great, too. But I had a special connection with last day of summer. When I first heard Girls Need Love 2 before she even dropped last day of summer, I was like, this is about, I'm not talking about the one with Drake. I mean, that was cute, but the original Girls Need Love, it was on one of my favorite playlists on Apple Music. It's the um, mood playlist, M O O D, period. Baby, you welcome. You welcome, because I just put you up on game. But it was on that playlist like last October-ish. And I was like, bro, what is this? Repeat. Repeat. Replay. Siri. Siri play Girls Need Love. So then she dropped last day of summer. And, you know, you had, oh, my goodness, Smart Water. You had Karma. You had Prayed Up. You had I'm There. Then she dropped her other, her other project. Which also had some bangers. Wasted, baby. One of my favorites. Love, love, wasted. Grave, too. Grave is just a whole move, though. If one more nigga come around these parts talking that shit, hmm, we'll put it on my grave, nigga. I'ma throw a fit today. I felt that when she said it. I felt it. Like, please put some respect on my name. Put all the respect on my name. Because I will throw a fit on that ass. You're cutting up. I will throw a fit on that ass. And that EP was called Clear. Wasted. Riot was good, too. Um... What was the other song she had on the clear EP? Settling to, ooh, 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 baby. Like, 
Now, that EP was super short. I mean, I really feel like, yeah, the total of that entire EP was 11 minutes. It was a tease. But, yeah. And, like, listen to the description of this clear EP from Apple Music. I'm just going to read a little bit of it. Summer Walker is the definition of an introvert. The Atlanta R&B newcomer in 2019 Up Next artist keeps to herself and prefers the sanctuary of the studio. Whenever something is completely bothering me, I like to hold it in because I don't like to talk to a lot of people. That's why a lot of times my songs are emotional. But however quiet her demeanor is in public, she's outspoken on this four-song EP. So... That's just a little bit of it. I resonated with that because I'm an introvert myself. I get it. I've also had my own battles with social anxiety. You know, and sometimes it just hits you. Like, you could be a completely sociable person, but you're going through something. And, like, that social anxiety can be symptomatic from other things that you're going through, too. I get it. Like palm sweating heartbeating fast you could just be going to like i remember one time bath and body works was having their semi-annual sale this was many many years ago but during that time i was going some through some going through some things and so i did have bouts of you know social anxiety y'all i was about to have a panic attack because it was so many people in there and my heart was beating fast my palms were sweating I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What is going on? And so I relate to her. My issue is you don't, just because you have social anxiety doesn't mean that you can be mean or toxic. She says some really problematic ass shit. Like, I mean, just to name a few well, it was a festival happening. Um, I think it was a Lollapalooza fe- festival. I might be wrong. Um, and she was set to perform. Some people stated that they literally only bought tickets to see her. And she showed up to her set extremely late, only did a few songs, and then ended up walking off stage in the middle of like one of her songs, like cussing people out okay that happened and her all she's always ranting about how she hates LA and I'm like I maybe I just don't understand it because I ain't got them kind of coins you know we in different tax brackets she's always complaining about LA y'all know you know I love Atlanta and that's my stumping grounds but at the end of the day, if you hate living in L- L.A. so much and you're from Atlanta or whatever it is she considers home to her now, I mean, why not just go back home? Like, it's so irritating. It's like she's on an endless loop of talking about how she hate L.A. Somebody mentioned how, I think it was on Joe Button's podcast, how she... um. She said the homeless people in L.A. smell so bad. Like, sis. But she quickly deleted. It was like a post and delete. But somebody called it. Girl. Okay. 
Then I saw this post on Facebook. Um, and I'll read a little bit of it to you. And this girl basically went to go see her. And on her tour, she has the option to, you know, do a meet and greet with her. And you pay a good little bit of extra money for this. The girl says, such an anticlimactic and disappointing experience of meeting Summer Walker yesterday. Not only did she move the meet and greet last minute to after the show, the meet and greet itself was only five seconds. We were informed to have our phones out, ready with flash, and not to sit too close to her or touch her. She barely spoke to anyone. Every couple of people, she said hi. It was a big hurt. Peace. Wait, it was a big hurt piece for me. Um, I'm just going to say it was a big hurt for me because I really idolized her and her work. I'm going to stop right here because some people are saying like you shouldn't idolize celebrities, which I agree to an extent, but I feel like it's semantics. Like y'all know what this girl meant. Like she really, like she was a real fan of Summer Walker. I knew she was an introvert and kind of closed off. But there was no effort in this at all whatsoever. For a fan who supports you and your music helps put money in your pocket, there was not a sense, not a care or a sense of compassion for all the waiting and money spent into getting into that moment. I sat around for hours trying to figure out what item of mine I wanted you to sign and what I might say to you. I didn't even get an autograph. Granted, I didn't expect minutes of your time but I at least expected some sincerity never ever again Summer you lost a big fan I'm glad this is your first and last tour you don't deserve this yikes so and if you were looking at the photo it's like Summer is just sitting there stiff and like the girl is cheesing but like it's a good bit of space in between them (laughs) let me tell you something honey if I spent some coins for a meet and greet First of all, I ain't spending them extra. I've been to many a concert. The only person I'm trying to pay extra for a meet and greet is Beyonce. And I don't think she do those. So, that's just that on that. But, like, <sighs> I don't know. Like, mm, like you ain't even doing autographs, sis. You ain't even got no merch people can buy and have you sign. Like, yuck like i just feel like she's just doing this tour because like her management is just like you need to do a tour Mm-mm. i'm not here for it and so the person i'm going with he's like going to see summer walk away he's like uh we need to get our money back <laughs> no nah, nigga we going but um yeah i i don't know yeah hmm that's just that on that y'all let me know y'all thoughts I just really I want to kind of compare her to like SZA a little bit like they're very similar people make that comparison SZA kind of had her big album with the major hits you know um Weekend Broken Clots y'all y'all know and so she did her one tour and that was it but I don't ever remember SZA being like problematic like you could tell that she, she she just did her shit. Like, she didn't make it known. You know, she said she was only doing one tour, but she did not, like, shove it down people's throats. And 
I still feel like she showed love to her fans. And sometimes, like, she'll still feature on a project here and there. But, like, she's just living her best life. Like, she's not interested in making music right now. And that's cool. But she never did it in a way that was kind of came, kind of came across as, like, F y'all. Like, I'm just here for a check. You know what I'm saying? Even if that is what it is for you, stop putting it out there. Like, you don't have nobody on your management team that can, like, guide you a little bit. Um not necessarily censor you but to a certain degree sometimes we do have to have those moments where people check us like hey this ain't a good idea and it's not a matter of censoring you it's literally a matter of looking out for your best interests and then you also don't have anybody on your team encouraging you to work on some of the issues that you're battling or dealing with with your as it relates to your mental health like you have coins the average American is not getting help for their mental health issues because they don't have insurance or money. Like, I don't see that as an issue for you. So, like, are you addressing these things? Are you just mentioning that you have social anxiety? And are you, like, are you working to, like, address that? I don't know. Like I said, it's just that on that. One last topic. I'm going to try to get this one done. But, honey, this one had me heated, too. This one had me heated, too. Can we talk about y'all, man? T.I., Tip, Trouble Man, Rubber Band Man, Loud as the Taliban, Nine on my right, 45 in my other hand. Can we? Can we? (laughs) Baby, what is he talking about? What is he talking about? If you don't know, T.I. went on this podcast recently, and I will try to get the podcast name. But then again, honey, look it up. You'll see. You, you will see exactly what I'm talking about. Um, And he basically publicly humiliated his daughter by saying that he takes her for uh, yearly visits to the gynecologist to check and make sure that her hymen is still intact. You heard that correctly. He wants to make sure that his daughter's hymen is still intact. Now, this is problematic for a multitude of issues. Number one being... (laughs) Baby boy, it's 2020, damn near. You still think that a hymen determines... Whether or not somebody is a virgin, like that shit was like no knowledge back when I was a teenager that your hymen could be broken from several different activities and that people who had had sex still had hymens that were intact. Like that's some myth ass shit from the 1950s and you still as intelligent as you claim to be. You know, using all these big words expeditiously, you still, baby, read an anatomy book. Go to your local community college and take you some sexual education, sex education classes, some bio one on one, some women's biology, something boo. Like <laughs> what? And uh, I want to know. What gynecologist is co-signing his foolishness? You mean to tell me the gynecologist did not stop to address the fact that that is not 
an accurate measure of somebody's virginity. And I was discussing this with my homeboy, and he agreed with me, but he kind of made up a point, like, even if this, you know, I ain't telling nobody how to raise their child, but, you know, he shouldn't have said it. I'm like, nah, I ain't telling nobody how to raise their child, but, bro, you are violating your daughter. You, She's 18 years old. It's her body. And then not only that, you broadcasting it to what to the world to a girl who is an influencer on social media. She uses social media as a platform. And you didn't think she was gonna know about it? And like now you got weird ass niggas in her comments on Instagram talking about hymens. You did that. And she's clearly uncomfortable with it as well. Because if you look at her like tweets. She's like some of the comments like this is disgusting and possessive. It is. And if this is your way of protecting your daughter, I can't co-sign this, my guy. Like, no. And it really makes me thankful for my parents. I didn't have this experience. Yes, you know, at a certain age, my parents made sure I started going to the gynecologist because as a young woman, I needed to know that's what women needed to do to keep up with their their uh their health and so but it was never no like oh you doc can't we need to know if she a virgin they didn't even go in the room with me that's weird even like my first gynecologist appointment at 15 years old my mother went with me i was nervous and i kind of wanted her to go in there with me but she was like no you know what i'm saying so and it was never no conversations when it came to sex of like, oh, you need to da 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 da. And granted, my parents were Christians. I was raised a Christian. I am a Christian, but it was never. They also were human, and I appreciated them also recognizing the human in me. And they were proactive versus reactive. Like, giving options for birth control, even though I wasn't having sex when I, you know, first started going to the gynecologist. But just making me aware of my options and talking to me about safety. And then, I mean, all my life, my dad instilled in me the way that a man should treat me. And so, if you're doing those things on the front end, you should have to worry about this on the back end. But to like, why Why is it that you want her to be a virgin? Is it because of religious reasons? Like, I, I need to know. Because I just feel like, like what? Are you trying to prevent her from being hurt? But I mean, heartbreak is a natural part of life. If you really want to help her, educate her. You are doing her a great disservice by not educating her on contraceptives and how to keep herself safe. And then two... Your daughter's vaginal health and uh, vagina in general has no place on the internet. For It shouldn't be discussed. Like, I just really want to know what possessed him. And you have probably... I mean, she, she loves her dad, I'm sure. So they hopefully will, you know reconcile but i just can't imagine how she feels you have tarnished your relationship 
Like, how embarrassing is that for her? Her own dad, like, putting her on Front Street. We ought to be embarrassed by our parents. Like, they put us on Front Street. But, my God, I'm so glad my parents ain't never put me on Front Street by no shit like that. What? Yo, this guy's weird. Like, I mean, I'm I'm pretty neutral when it comes to T.I. Like, I'm... He's there, you know, he's an activist, I mean, I guess. But this? Bro, don't do baby girl like that. Don't do baby girl like that. <laughs> Please don't. Like, you really need to be now working on rebuilding that relationship with your daughter. Because trust, I'm sure, is lost. And y'all need to have an honest and earnest conversation about her sexual health, if she feels comfortable. And baby girl, I'm not encouraging you to do anything. I'm encouraging you to educate yourself. You know, if you ever happen to listen to this podcast and any other young woman, educate yourself, be wise, take care of your health. Um, and don't fall for no, you know, none of this BS that these guys be throwing at you. But whatever you decide to do with your body, love. Is your decision. Just be safe. And you don't owe anybody an explanation. Anybody. Now, granted, if you are 18 and you're still living with your parents, you know, it's kind of like they house, they rules. But listen, at the end of the day, your body is your body. Period. That's just that on that, guys. I love y'all. This episode is a little longer than I wanted it to be, but I hope you enjoy. Again, thank you so much for listening. Um, And I'm off my soapbox and I'm out. Bye.